plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing, love the way you look in the mirror, and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today we will talk, as I promised, about genetics, about genetic testing, uh, and today we will talk about genetics and genetic testing um, in regards to metabolism. First and foremost, of course, we want to understand what metabolism is. And you probably heard the word metabolism so many times in your life, especially if you're into health, into nutrition, into diets or a healthy lifestyle or anything like that. You probably heard the word metabolism, at least in the conversation about fast or slow metabolism and how people with faster metabolism probably have easier time to maintain their body weight compared to people with slower metabolism. So what is metabolism? Metabolism is actually a very simple term. Metabolism is the sum of all the processes that going on in your body. Um, metabolism is uh, basically yeah, processes that take place for us to stay alive. These processes might include and include absorbing, transporting, and using nutrients or synthesizing or making substances as we need. And genes can affect metabolism in many ways. Uh, genes can affect growth tissue, growth of our tissue, recovery and repair, processing nutrients and transporting them into cells, synthesizing hormones and other cell signaling molecules, establishing basal metabolic rate or the speed of our metabolism, how will we digest, absorb, use and store nutrients we eat. Uh, but guys, I want you to understand that genes are not some... Um, bosses of your metabolism. So what I mean by that is you might have genetic potential to have certain metabolism or to metabolize nutrients in certain ways or to have predisposition to certain diseases, 
but it doesn't mean that you're going to get them in life. What really defines what you get in life health-wise is uh, what you do with your life, what you do with your body, your lifestyle, your nutrition, your fitness choices, the ability uh, and how you manage your stress on a daily levels, how you manage your inflammation uh, levels, and how well your lifestyle choices, your nutrition choices uh, are suited for the best expression of your genetics. Most of our genes, guys, are the same. With few variations, uh, we are basically kind of the same. We are one species. But why we have so much variety when it comes to expression of our genes, or what we get in our life, it, all the differences are because of so many differences in our lifestyle and so many differences in our food choices and our exercise choices choices in our different environments, places where we live, uh, how we manage our mindset, what our uh, mental internal internal dialogues are. That's why we get the variety, not because our genes are so much different from each other. Genes, guys, you want to look at it as having a plan for building many different kinds of houses. So uh, we share most of our genetic material, right? Again, with a few slight variations here and there, uh, with few more copies of one gene and a few less copies of other genes. We have these plans to build a lot of things, uh, uh, a lot of different varieties of bodies, so with different body fats, different skeletal structure, different muscle structure. We have a lot of flexibility when it comes to our gene expression and what we get in our life, our mental potential, our physical potential. Unless we want to become like number one in the world, our genes don't matter that much. What matters is where we put our attention, our focus, and how we manage our lifestyle and our training again, and our nutrition choices, our lifestyle choices. And that will define um, ultimately what kind of metabolism we have, a slow, fast metabolism, how much fat we're going to have, how much muscle we're going to have, uh, how strong our bones going to be. You know, for example, if you compare, uh, we, we had this opportunity as humanity to compare two twins or uh, and two brothers, uh, astronauts, one stayed at home um, on Earth and one went to International Space Station, right? Uh, and when they compared, uh, when the other twin came back home, uh, he had much less bone density than his uh, identical twin. He had much less muscle mass. He had some other genetic uh, changes that were not present in his twin identical twin brother who stayed at home, uh, they had actually pretty um, different genetic makeup uh, after this space travel uh, experiment, international station experiment, right? And what it tells all of us is our environment matters much more than what we were born with. So some people might have more 
potential, quote-unquote, in their genes to develop metabolic disease. Some people might have more potential to have problems with uh, their thyroid and their fast or slow metabolism. Some people might have more uh, chances to develop metabolic disease when your blood sugar, when your lipids are out of balance all the time, and you might uh, uh, experience more fat gain, especially around your internal organs like your liver or your pancreas. Somebody might have more genes that will contribute to chances of developing Alzheimer's disease uh, later in life. So genes can contribute to having more chances of developing uh, certain uh, unfavorable health consequences, right? Uh, But chances are not our destiny. And the reason why we see, for example, these days a lot of Uh, instances of metabolic disease, it's like, you know, mind-blowing how many people these days have metabolic disease. And metabolic disease, you know, it's again, it's about uh, blood lipids and cholesterol being out uh, of balance, triglycerides, uh, blood sugar, improper blood sugar control and elevated blood glucose or uh, insulin uh, insensitivity or insulin resistance. Uh, It's about, uh, again, having more fat, that is not healthy. Uh, it uh, it has to do with heart disease. It, it has to do with inflammation levels and a lot of other things. But the reason why we have more instances these days of all these conditions uh, are not because our genes changed, but because our environment changed so much. And of course, we still don't know what exactly causes the most problem. Uh, one of the um, one one of the things that we all talk a lot about these days is a lot of processed foods, a lot of uh, shit in our food supply, you know, or artificial additives and uh, just a lot of sugar, a lot of uh, high, high corn fructose syrup, uh, a lot of inflammatory substances. But then also, of course, uh, increased stress man- stress levels and then uh, our more sedentary lifestyle and um, spending a lot of time in front of computers and not communicating with other human beings as well as we used to when we had communities that all contributes to our uh, inflammation levels. So all of these factors influence the way our genes are expressed. So again, we have this obesity epidemic, we have this type 2 diabetes and, uh, you know, different kinds of problems with blood sugar. Uh, These days we have uh, degenerative diseases uh, uh, related to brain health, like Alzheimer's, like dementia, also a lot of more uh, a lot more chance, not chances, but uh, a lot more uh, cancer cases. We have more of that going on right now. And again, we still don't really know what contributes to that the most, but what we really know is our genes didn't change much, but our environment did change much. And that's why we're getting all these diseases of all kinds, chronic diseases. You know, before, back in caveman times, we used to have all these acute diseases and infections and viruses that used to kill people. Uh, But nowadays, it's more about degenerative diseases and diseases of uh, lifestyle, uh, but also, of course, 
because we now live longer, so some diseases might develop because of our older age too. Um, but anyway, genes didn't change much, but our environment changed a lot and uh, probably not too not the best way, not in the best direction. Uh, that's why we get uh, worth health, not better health. And yes, our lifespan increases, but our health span doesn't really increase that much. And um, again, when it comes to metabolism, you know, um, I've, I've done quite a lot of reading and uh, research into how genes can affect our blood lipids, our cholesterol levels, our triglyceride levels, our blood glucose levels, our insulin levels, our insulin sensitivity or insulin resistance, how uh, our genes can affect um, levels of such uh, an important vitamin slash hormone as vitamin D that uh, affect so many things in our health, like, for example, how much of skeletal muscle we have, our protein synthesis, uh, and how easy it is for us to maintain and build muscle, uh, how well we absorb calcium and how strong our bones are. Um, also, vitamin D uh, regulates and helps helps to regulate our insulin sensitivity and our growth hormone, and it helps uh, our immune system to work properly, and it helps our cells to um, commit suicide uh, and eat uh, the non-functioning parts of themselves. Uh, um, vitamin D is involved in transport and absorption of important minerals like, again, calcium, magnesium, iron, uh, zinc that are very important for our health. So genes can affect uh, how well we absorb and synthesize uh, vitamin D. But what matters more, for example, when it comes to vitamin D, it's not how genetically you're... Uh, you, uh, how well genetically you are suited to be a great vitamin D producer and metabolizer, but um, your vitamin D level is going to be influenced more by uh, the amount of sunshine you get, you get by uh, the foods like egg yolk, like uh, liver, like oily fish that you eat or don't eat on a regular basis. Your uh, vitamin D levels will be affected much more by that than by your uh, genes. Genes, again, is just potential. What makes it into real power and what you get when it comes to your health uh, is not your genes, but your lifestyle, your nutrition, your um, exercise, uh, your sleep habits, again, your stress management, your inflammation uh, levels management. Um, the same goes for your, again, blood glucose, your uh, thyroid hormone uh, levels, uh, your lipid panel. And if you want to find out whether you're going to be healthy when it comes to your blood glucose, when it comes to your blood lipids, when it comes to your vitamin D levels and bone strength and muscle mass and all of that. Uh, genetic testing is not going to help you to define whether you're going to stay healthy or not. What you want to do is Go and do lab tests regularly, like, for example, checking your fasting glucose levels and checking your uh, insulin levels and checking your 
uh, lipids in your triglycerides uh, and uh, checking your body fat percentage and where that body fat uh, is stored around your internal organs or just, you know, evenly spread it in different tissues uh, where uh, it doesn't uh, have that uh, much health consequences. Uh, So, you want to do lab tests, you want to do lab work, you want to test your inflammation levels also. You want to do all that. And then if something is off, then you want to adjust your lifestyle, your nutrition choices, your exercise activity, your stress levels, your sleep, a lot of different things you can do, right? Uh, And then when you do that, you adjust that, you do it for a month or, you know, several weeks, and then you check your lab work again. And if you have positive changes, that that means that lifestyle, that nutrition uh, works for you. And that's what you want to keep. And if something doesn't work, you want to change again. And you want to try uh, and check the results till you get it tried. And genes, when it comes to metabolism, really, guys, not that actionable. Uh, if you want to know whether you're going to have enough vitamin D or not, uh, you shouldn't be doing really genetic testing. And not all companies at all will tell you, actually, uh, will test for those genes that are involved in uh, vitamin D metabolism. So what you want to do if you want to be vitamin D healthy, you want to check your levels once in a while. And if they're out of balance, then you want to correct it with your nutrition and your lifestyle. It's not like, you know, you test for your vitamin D uh, metabolism potential. And then if they're off, you're going to change your genes doesn't happen. Like we have no tools at the moment whatsoever to um, directly edit our genes on that deep level. And besides, you know, many genes interact with each other and affect many things. So before we are able to edit genes in any kind of safe and healthy way, it's going to be a long time because we still don't really know what most of our genes, like 90 something percent of genes do how they interact with each other producing the results that we get in life. So again, genetic testing is not that actionable when it comes to your metabolism or anything. It's not like you can edit your genes, but what you can do is you can change your lifestyle, but not based on your on what your genes tell you, but what your actual results, your lab tests tell you. So again, uh, let's get back to a really simple example of vitamin D. If you want to find out whether you are vitamin D healthy or not, and vitamin D is very important for your health and your metabolism uh, and, you know, your weight loss, your fat loss or healthy weight. So if you want to find out what to do about your vitamin D status, then go test it and adjust it with supplements and lifestyle choices. And that's it. (laughs) And that is the same whether that uh, vitamin D or metabolic health or metabolic disease or insulin sensitivity or your lipid panel or Alzheimer's disease. Uh, Just check, test, do the test, not genetic testing, but actual uh, blood work, actual, you know, inflammation markers, whatever it is, is related to a condition you want to test for. And then just your lifestyle, your nutrition choices, your uh, stress management, uh, your uh, inflammation levels management, and then change the results that you get in life that way. Again, genes have a lot of potential, um, a lot of opportunity. You just got to 
manage your environment so you get the best out of your genetic potential. And there is a lot of genetic potential, guys. You just need to figure out the best environment to activate your best genes. And that's the most important takeaway today. Your environment is the tool to manage the best expression of your genes. Um, That's what you want to take away today and realize the power of your daily lifestyle and nutrition choices. And to sum it up and to finish on on an interesting note, our podcast today, I want you to think about one other thing. I often hear this analogy or this metaphor when people say food is fuel and uh, that's what that's how you should treat it the better you fuel the kind of longer and faster you run as a vehicle but i want you to think about it about food in a little bit different way imagine ferrari like that shiny car, speedy, like state-of-the-art Ferrari. Uh, It can run the fastest, if you maintain it well, of course. But so your food is not just fuel for that Ferrari. It's much more deeper than that. Your food is that actual Ferrari, and it's fuel. So your food is not just your fuel, and the energy to use, but your food is also you. You are what you eat. Your cells are not made of thin air. Your cells and your cellular health is your health. Your cells are made from the foods you eat. And if you put some crap in your body, there is going to be some crappy cells in you, and that's going to affect your mental and physical performance and your genetic potential one way or the other. There is no free ride when it comes to food. Your body notices every single bite of food that you put into your body. And that's what I want you to think about today. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Love you all. Wish you an amazing day, amazing health, amazing genetic potential. And as usual, eat better daily.